Google Analytics blind spots that must be corrected. Back off, man. I'm a scientist. It's the Conversion Scientist Podcast. I'm Brian Massey, the Conversion Scientist. This article originally appeared on Marketing Land on November the 13th, 2014. Marketing Land is an invaluable asset to me and it will be to you too. Visit www.marketingland.com. Last month, we went through a Google Analytics checklist to ensure that you'll have answers to the unanticipated questions about your site's visitors. This month, I'm showing you where your Google Analytics is blind. I'm going to show you how to correct these blind spots and allow you to see clearly. We'll add these things to our checklist and make life so much better for us and our visitors. The first thing I want to talk about is popover windows. You might call them modal dialogues or overlays or light boxes or even pop-ups. Whichever term you use, they're becoming more and more popular on the web. And they're invisible to Google Analytics. We use popovers whenever we want to provide information, but don't want a visitor to lose their place in their journey through our site. We use them in our carts and checkouts to reinforce the sale for free shipping, information on our guarantees, etc. So if you wanted to see how many of your visitors considered free shipping important, tracking the number of people who open this popover would be a pretty good indicator. Again, it's invisible to Google Analytics. It doesn't generate a new URL, but it opens on top of an existing page. Don't worry, we can correct that. A popover is like a new page. Whenever someone opens a popover, it's really no different than clicking on another page. So we will make Google Analytics think that the visitor went to another page when they click on a popover. This has several benefits. One, it can be used in a funnel visualization report as part of the purchase path. It properly counts the page views per session metrics. We can see it in navigation summaries when we investigate click paths. And it shows up in user flow reports as part of a visitor's path through the site. So whenever someone clicks on a button that opens a popover, we'll tell Google Analytics that they opened a page using the same track page view or page view command that we use on any page instrumented with Google Analytics. We will send it a fake URL, also called a virtual URL, that we can track in reports. You'll need your developer to implement this. I like to start my fake URLs with some sort of an ID, something that I can search for in the reports. I use forward slash overlay forward slash to start off an overlay URL. The next part of this fake URL tells me what the title of the overlay is. For an overlay that displayed information about free shipping, I would use forward slash free shipping forward slash. Try to say that five times fast. Then we want to know which page the overlay opened on. This is accomplished the same way we tracked information on our 404 page. So the exact code that you need is in the Marketing Land column, which you can visit at www.marketingland.com. I provide both the code for asynchronous analytics as well as universal analytics. And you'll notice something when you look at this. You'll see that there's a persistent use of lowercase. We discussed why this is important last month. So how do we see popover activity? Well, we can see it in our All Pages report. If we go to Behaviors, Site Content, All Pages, and then we filter for our ID, which in this case was 
overlay or forward slash overlay forward slash. We can also see it in our funnel reports. We can actually use an overlay as a part of our funnel when we set up our conversion goals in Google Analytics. And we'll have to talk more about conversion goals in a future column. Now we know what's really going on with our visitors. But what about live chat? We recently started working with a client whose site had an average conversion rate of about 3%. We created an advanced segment in Google Analytics that focused only on those visitors who initiated a live chat. For this segment, the conversion rate was over 15%, nearly five times as much. Furthermore, the average order value was higher than the site average. People who chatted were five times more likely to buy, and they bought more when they did purchase. Most of the popular chat providers offer a setting that allows you to track chats. We've integrated Olark and LivePerson before. Choose a chat manager that has Google Analytics integration. These systems write events to Google Analytics for you so that you can track visitor interactions with your chat operators. Reports for events can be found in the Behavior Events menu. In Olark, which is a live chat system, some of the events that you'll see include Operator sent a message, Visitor sent a message, Conversation, Olark targeted chat sent a message, and Visitor sent an offline message. These are some of the events that you can track through Google Analytics. So if you want to understand the behavior of those who chat, we can just create an advanced segment of chatters on your website. You can see how I created one for Olark by visiting the column at www.marketingland.com. I only wanted to track visits where someone actually sent a message, so I looked for the event visitor sent a message. When we look at e-commerce reports through the lens of this segment, we can see how chat relates to purchase behavior. You can even see how individual chat reps are performing. So what about 404 pages? You know, dead ends don't fill pockets, so it's good to know when your visitors are hitting a dead end and why. The geeks who plumbed the internet decided that your web server would return a 404 error code when it can't find a page. Somehow this number has gained a significant amount of notoriety beyond its real helpfulness. Most of your visitors don't need to know the error code, yet we still display it. Some people even dress it up. What's more important to us is that we display as few of these as possible. The 404 page is displayed when we have a broken link on our site or when visitors type the URL of pages that don't exist. If visitors are looking for these pages, maybe they should exist. With a little Google Analytics code, we can see how many 404 errors we get and what the source of these errors is. We want to learn from our visitors' errors. So we'll ask our 404 page to tell us what it can about this erroneous entry, everything the visitor entered, and which page they came from. All we have to do is ask our developer to change one line of code in our standard Google Analytics tracking code on these pages. I give you the exact code in the column, both for asynchronous and for universal analytics. These changes put a special code into Google Analytics, not found 404, which we can search for in the Behavior, Site Content, All Pages report again. In the search box below the graph on this report, we can enter our special identifier, not underbar found, underbar 404, and get a list of all the 404 pages. I show an example in the column uh, in which we can see one of our blog posts is sending 892 visitors to a URL that doesn't exist. We can also see the source of the error so we can go to that page and fix that link.
I also show another example in which we can see that someone posted a link on another site that is invalid. We need to go contact that user and ask them to change it. And I also show an example in which we see that a visitor, probably frustrated, tried to see if we had a support page by typing in slash support. Maybe we should look into adding a support page if this is the case. You can learn a lot from your 404 pages, and don't be afraid to get creative with them. I give you a link to some of the very creative 404 pages that one author found on the internet. So Google Analytics really needs glasses, and that's the whole point of these changes. These tricks will help you fit Google Analytics with a set of corrective lenses, like Google Spectacles. When Google Analytics sees errors, overlays, and chats clearly, you see your visitors more clearly and will make better decisions about how to improve your website. Thank you so much for listening. This is the Conversion Scientist Podcast. I'm Brian Massey, the Conversion Scientist. Everyone who works with us gets a big boy analytics set up, and we make sure that your analytics are showing us the things we need to optimize your site. Come check us out. Have a free consultation, www.conversionsciences.com.